Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of God of all ages, welcome to the City Place Church Podcast. Wherever you are in the world, we thank you for making the time to tune in. Take a moment to get focused, clear your mind, close your eyes, open your heart, and receive what God has for you on this day. Come on, City Place. Are you excited about Easter? One of the greatest opportunities to win your friends and bring them to church with you. Now, listen, I want to encourage you. We have two services on Easter Sunday, two services, 10 a.m. and 11:30. Let's all be a bringer. We've got resources at cityplacechurch.com backslash CP Easter. You can download some graphics, share them with your friends on social media, as well as in text messages. We've got little messages that you can send that's already scripted. You don't need to know how, how do I say this? I want to invite them, but no. Let's see. God do some amazing things. There's also, when we have two services, an opportunity for you to serve a service and sit a service, which means you get to worship God on the same day that you serve. And let me tell you, we need you. We need you. If, you, if, if, if you've been a little shy about uh, worshiping in person, our team has made it safe. We would love to see you this Easter as we can worship together. Shout out to Pastor Ty who brought it last Sunday getting us ready as we head into Easter. I'm so filled with expectation of what God is going to say and what God is going to do. I really feel a burden for us to be focused on our family, our friends, and those who don't know Jesus yet. And so this morning, we're just going to make some room for what God wants to say. There's such a burden. Remember, we said that we would, together we would work. I'm sorry, we would worship, we would work, we would witness, we would warfare, and we would dream again. And today I'm fired up, I'm stirred up. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Matthew, Matthew chapter 20, Matthew chapter 20. And while you're doing that, Easter Sunday is going to be fun. Two services. I also want to let you know that we've got a big Easter uh, scavenger hunt for your kids. Your kids will love it. Um, RSVP right now, which service so that our team can be ready to care for you, your family, your friends as well. Matthew chapter 20. Matthew chapter 20, here we go. And it says this. Now, as they went out of Jericho, a great multitude followed him. That's Jesus. And behold, two blind men sitting by the road, when they heard that Jesus was passing by, cried out, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, son of David. Then the multitude warned them that they should be quiet. Hush, hush, don't bother Jesus. But the men cried out all the more, saying, Have mercy on us, O Lord, son of David. So Jesus stood still and called them and said, What do you want me to do for you? And they said to him, Lord, that our eyes may be open. So Jesus had compassion, touched their eyes, and immediately their eyes received sight, and they followed him. Immediately, their eyes received sight, and they followed them. As we enter into these seven days of prayer, prayer is not just making a request of the Lord. Prayer is communication. It's building up walls, but it's also warfare. We said that together we would warfare. And the reason why we are going to be in prayer this week is because we want to see Jesus glorified, edified, magnified, and people come into relationship with him. And this morning, we're going to pray, we're going to build walls, we're going to see God's kingdom advance. I thought that this day we would 
look at the thought and come from the topic of together we'll make room. Can somebody say make room? In this story, I feel like that there are some men that have chosen that they would make room. Today, our thought is we're going to make room. In this story, we see several participants. We see Jesus. As we go on in the story, we'll see his disciples. We have this multitude of people. When I looked up what it meant was it meant just common people who decided that they would gather to follow Jesus. So they heard about Jesus. They decided they would follow Jesus. And then we have these two blind men. And the Bible says that they all began to follow Jesus and they're walking with Jesus. And as they turn the corner, the Bible says that these men can hear that it's Jesus. And they decide that they're going to cry out. Lord, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. And while they're doing that, the Bible says that these 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 people, the multitude say, hush, hush, quiet. Don't bother Jesus. Here's what's amazing that I find about the story is that we had people who could see they were following Jesus, walking with Jesus, but weren't really passionate about how close they could be to Jesus. And we have these blind men who can't see Jesus, but they can hear Jesus. Let me say that again. We have a multitude of people who can see Jesus. They're walking with Jesus, but they're not putting a demand on Jesus. We have these two men sitting by the side of the road who cannot see Jesus, but they can hear Jesus. See, over these next seven days, as we warfare together, we pray together. My prayer is that we'll make room. The thing that jumped out at me was that there was a group of people who were walking with Jesus. They could see Jesus, but they felt like Jesus didn't have any room for the person that couldn't see Jesus, but they could hear Jesus. See, my assignment today is to put a burden on you and I that we can make room for the person that can't see Jesus. But during the Easter season, they can hear him coming. Can somebody say amen? Can somebody say make room? See, you and I in this year, we have declared that 2021 is the year that God does it. We can see that God wants to do it. We've declared that God wants to do it. But around us in this Easter season are some people who can hear that it's the Easter season. And they need to know that if they cry out to Jesus, that they'll get a response. Are you with me? We don't want to be the people that just says we're going to City Place Church on on, on Sunday and I'm going to attend the 10 o'clock, and, and okay, which one? You going to the 1130? No, these men were like, we want to be a part of the movement of what Jesus is doing. Jesus, if you're in my community, I want to be a part. So the burden that I want to challenge us today, as we're in these seven days, is I want us to make room. I want us to make room for the person that you may not know. And maybe in years past, you just kept your eyes on Jesus and you didn't pay attention to the person who could hear him coming, but they couldn't really see them. See, this story shows us that there are people who are crying out, crying out, crying out. 
because they know he's close. Today, I want to tell you that there are people crying out. They know Jesus is close, but you might be the one to direct him. Can somebody say make room? And so as I was thinking and reading about this story, we see Jesus, his disciples, the multitude, the blind men. We see a miracle worker in Jesus. We see, we see his disciples who were followers. We also see spectators who were the multitudes who were watching Jesus. And then we also see men without a Jesus encounter. See, over these next few days, my prayer has been, God, make us so sensitive to the people who haven't had an encounter with you yet. Break my heart the way your heart is breaking for this Easter season. See, we, 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 we see in the story, we see, we see the power of God literally on display in Jesus. We see the commitment to follow Jesus with his disciples. We see the comfort of the multitude walking with Jesus. They've got a relationship. They're following him, but they're not extremely desperate. And we see them say, shh, shh, not in this meeting. No, 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 no. And then we see desperation. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Shh. And they cried out all the more. Lord, have mercy. This Next seven days, we've been in our series this whole month about together. We're at the point now to where we warfare, where we, 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 we the, the previous week before Pastor Ty, we talked about the witness and we're bringing people when the men ripped off the roof. Now we're at the place where they're going to get theirs, Lord Jesus, because we're going to make room. And so we see all of this plan out here and we have the desperation of these men, Jesus, I need you. Jesus, I'm crying out to you. All around us are people who are desperate. As I'm preaching today, I pray that as I'm preaching to you about reaching someone else, I pray that you are desperate. See, this morning, my assignment is to reach to you so that you're so full this week that you reach to someone else. I pray that as I'm preaching this morning, and encouraging you that you are desperate. Are there any desperate people for Jesus where you're like, no matter what, Jesus, I may not be able to see you all the time, but if I hear you coming, I'm going to cry out. Is there anybody who's desperate this morning? Can you type in the comment section, Jesus, I'm desperate. Come on, somebody. See, I realize that your desperation for Jesus should drive your passion to encounter his touch. Let me say that again. Your desperation for Jesus should drive your passion to encounter his touch, yours. But let me tell you that there is a desperation for someone who hasn't seen him yet to encounter his touch. And you might be the conduit, but you have to make room. See, these men that were just following Jesus, they didn't want to make room. I'm, I'm looking at and going, no, no, no. They had an opportunity to say, come on, squeeze in here, squeeze in here. Let's go. Let's get with Jesus. We're going to make room. So I want you to write this down. This week as we are in prayer, as we pray, I want us to make room for somebody else. I want us to make room for somebody else. 
I want you to pray and I want you to ask God, God, give me an opportunity to make room for somebody else to encounter Jesus this year at City Place or through my conversation. Why do we need to make room, Damon? Here's the first reason. Because reaching the lost and broken is a biblical mandate. It's the reason why Jesus came. Jesus came for you, yes, but he also came for your friend. He also came for the neighbor. He also came for the stranger. It's a biblical mandate. See, we as a church, the church of Jesus doesn't exist for us. We exist for a broken world. We exist so that the world can see the reflection of Jesus Christ himself and want what we have. Make room. Make room. Here's the second reason why we need to make room this Easter. It's, it's because heaven and hell are realities. Heaven and hell is reality. There is a devil that is an adversary to your Jesus and an adversary to you. He is not Jesus' equal. He is beneath Jesus, but the image and the, and, and, the, and, and the things that he would try to put in front of us would make us think that he's not already defeated. But next week when we talk about the resurrection of Jesus, which is what we preach about every single week, we'll realize that Jesus defeated the enemy. And he made room for you and me. See, heaven and hell, ladies and gentlemen, are reality. Without the very blood of Jesus Christ, we don't have access to the Father. Without the openness of our heart to say, Jesus, you died for me and rose again. And I accept you freely. We don't have access to the Father. I heard someone say, God sends people to hell. No, he does not. God has done everything that he can so that we don't live in eternity away from the Father. He paid the ultimate price by giving Jesus Christ. The enemy wants us to think that you and I can't get to the Father because of the things that we may have done in the past. But the Father says, I love you so much that I'll give the very thing that I love so much because I love you so much. Can somebody say amen? He said, I'm going to make room for you by asking Jesus to give up his seat. I'm going to make room for you. Jesus, can you give up your seat for a minute so that Maria, Janice, Hector, Betty, Diane, Josiah, John can have a spot. I want them back in the family. And Jesus said, I'll go. I'll help make room for somebody else. See, Jesus died for you, so you didn't have to. He made room for somebody else. Can you say amen, somebody? We make room for somebody else. So here's what I want you to do this week. I want you to make room for somebody else because it's our mandate. I want you to make room for somebody else. Here's your action step. I want you to pray. Ask God, who can I invite? Give me an open door. And then I want you to invite somebody. And then after you invite somebody, I want you to pray. We created, we created invite cards. And I want to challenge everybody. We got the invite five challenge. I want you to invite five people to, to City Place. Your friend, stranger, every bit. Right now, I'm over five. 
I'm, I'm, I'm inviting everyone. I'm inviting my neighbors. I'm inviting people at Sunny's Barbecue. Uh, we, we as a church, we just handed out flyers to every student at Vista Lakes Elementary School. We, 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 we want heaven to be filled. Why? Because heaven and hell are reality, and it's our biblical mandate. Uh, no, no, shh, shh, shh. No, 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 no. People are crying out because they can't see him. We're going to help them get to Jesus. We're going to help them get to Jesus. So, so who will you invite? Who will you invite? We, I have two people you can pray for. Can you pray for Kelly for me? Can, can you pray for Kelly? That's, that, that's one. And then can you pray for my friend Haley? Can, 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 you, can you pray for those two people for me? Why? Because together we're making room. We've also got at cityplacechurch.com backslash CP Easter. We've got digital downloads and text messages so that you don't have to figure out what am I going to say. We've got, we've got literally verbiage that you can send to your friends, your family, your coworkers, and you don't even have to script. We've got all the graphics for you, everything. Why? Because we're going to do whatever it takes to make room. So City Place made room for you to not even have to try to figure it out. That's your resource. Here's the second thing that I realized when I looked at Matthew chapter 20 is that we see that we need to make room for someone else, but we also need to make room for miracles, signs, and wonders. Yep, miracles, signs, and wonders. We need to make room for the very power of God, the very essence of Jesus himself to do his thing. Jesus, 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 you're on your way. You're on your way. Can you please stop for a moment? The Bible says Jesus stopped. He stood still. He was heading one way, and he said, hold on. I, I got an appointment, but let me make room for them. And he asked them, what can I do for you? And they said, we want to be able to see. Move for compassion. Miracle. Jesus was on his way, y'all. But he said, before I go, let me make some room. I got, I, 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 I got, I got a little bit of time. I got a little bit of time. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me cancel my 3 o'clock. And I'm going to squeeze y'all in at three because I'm making room for somebody else so that I can make room for them to have miracles, signs, and wonders. Acts chapter 2 says this in verse 22. This is Peter. He says, men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles, signs, and wonders, which God did through him in your midst. As you yourselves know, I looked up the word miracles, and it means this in Scripture. When you're looking at Acts chapter 2, it means strength, power, ability, inherent power, power residing in a thing by virtue of its nature, which a person or thing exerts and puts forth to perform miracles. So when we're asking God to do miracles, we're saying, God, do what you do and let me experience it. Or, God, as I pray, let my prayer produce what you see as I pray. God, use me as a conduit to reflect you. The word sign means a mark, an unusual occurrence transcending the common course of nature. It is when, uh, it is when the, 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 the prophecy said, and you will see a sign. 
and it will be a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. It confirms what the human nature, uh, what just happened. It is Gideon asking God to make that cloth which was dry, wet on the grass and wet dry on the grass. It's like, God, confirm. Let me see what I need to see as I step out on you. God, show it to me. So miracles, signs, and then wonders means it's performed by another meaning that God will use you as a conduit to see miracles flow. It's the story of Peter and James going into the temple, and they see a man who says, I need some money, and they say, silver and gold I don't have, but what I do have I give you. Rise up in the name of Jesus. And the Bible says that they pull the man up, and he began to walk. It's when God says, I'm going to use you to impact somebody else. Somebody say, make room. We have to make room for signs and wonders. I, I mentioned this a few weeks ago, but I sent out text messages. And some of the text messages that I sent, I asked you, how can we pray for you? Here's some of the things that you all said that you needed God to do. Mental health and family, believing God to conceive a child, walking through depression, needing to, cl to, to calm your mind, uh, family members in a hospital, co-workers who are um, working in hospice care who are caring for the dying, uh, increase on your job, trying to decide if you want to take the job back that you lost, family members, stress, all of these are things that you need God to show up on. What if we believe that over these next seven days for someone else that we'll see room made for miracles, signs, and wonders? Does anybody still believe that God does miracles? Come on. Do we believe that Jesus Christ is still moving through power right now? I'm believing that these next seven days and beyond, as we believing that God is doing it, I believe we have to make room. We have to make room that as we see Jesus moving through the community, that we don't just let him keep going, that we stop and say, Jesus, 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 can we get your attention? Please, we need you to make room so that we can have an encounter of your miraculous power. I don't know about you, but we need to make room. We need to make room. There's this song. It says, I will make room for you to do whatever you want. To do whatever you want. I'm giving you space with everything that I have to make room for you. This is the year that God does it. We've said it, but we said together we have to worship. We have to work. We have to witness. We have to warfare. And we're going to dream again, but we have to be desperate. Are you desperate this Easter season? This is an Easter season like none other. Your friends, family, strangers are ready. Don't, don't come to City Place without inviting and saying, I'll, I'll, I'll make room for the person that can't see Jesus or haven't seen him yet, but they know that he's coming this Easter. During these seven days, we're taking each day and we're praying for someone else. We're praying for miracles, signs, and wonders, and we're asking God to show up. So, Damon, why... Why do we make room for miracles, signs, and wonders? The reason why we make room for miracles, signs, and wonders is so that the reality of Christ's love can be revealed so people can follow. 
We want the reality of Christ's love to be revealed. The Bible says that Jesus was going and he says, I'll make some room. And it says he was moved with compassion. His heart was broken. He said, this is not my design. This is not the heart of the Father for them to be able to hear of me but not see me, to walk close to me. He says, I'll make room. And their experience created a love for Christ. See, we're asking God to answer the prayer for the children, to be conceived, to break the back of depression, to give clarity and direction for jobs, to, 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 to bring increase into families. To, why? So that as the enemy is trying to pull away, no, Christ's love is revealed. That's the reason why. So we're going to make room for someone else. Why? Because it's our biblical mandate. Church is not for me. No, I exist for the world. Jesus will use me this Easter. Angels won't come. Oh, they might. But you are God's source. We're going to make room for miracle signs and wonders. God, use me if you have to. God, shake up nature. Do whatever you need to do so that someone else can experience Christ's love. This is what the Bible says in Acts chapter 4, verse 16. It says, what shall we do to these men? For indeed, that a notable miracle has been done through them is evident to all who dwell in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. Acts chapter 4 says, the miracles were done and it cannot be denied. See, when we make room for miracles of heaven from the Father, it cannot be denied. It cannot be denied. When you're believing God for a child and God gives you one, it cannot be taken away, but he has to receive the glory. He has to receive the honor and we have to talk about it. Silent no more. Silent no more. These men were like, hush your mouth. I'm getting to Jesus. Make room for somebody else so that we can see and make room for the miraculous signs. And wonders, Acts chapter 8 says, and the multitudes with one accord heeded, that means they were together, heeded the things spoken by Philip, hearing and seeing the miracles which they did. God does miracles. All we have to do is make room. All we have to do is make room. I have been praying. I've been saying, Lord, how can we have a moment online? God, give me a prophetic challenge for every single person so that they know that miracles, signs and wonders will flow into their home. We're making room. We're making room. So what's your action step? I want you to pray these seven days asking God for miracles. I want you to pray for someone and believe that God will do it. Matthew chapter 20, verse 34 says this. So Jesus had compassion and touched their eyes. And immediately their eyes received sight. And they followed Jesus. I love how these men said that we are going to encounter Jesus together. 
these men said that there is something about encountering Jesus together. There's something about you and I hanging out today and encountering Jesus together. My whole prayer and my whole burden is that you would encounter Jesus every time we get together. Now I'm asking you that in the year that God does it, let's go get somebody else. I'll make room for you. If you can't see Jesus, but you can hear him coming, I'll make room so you can have an encounter with him. That's miraculous. A sign or a wonder that impacts your life. We're making room for what he wants to do. And the Bible says, watch now, the Bible says that they decided that they would follow Jesus. They didn't, they didn't take the healing and go home. No, 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 no. They said the desperation that started, we're going to keep. The desperation that started, Jesus, Jesus, have mercy, Jesus. What do you want? I want to be healed. Okay. Reveal my love to you. The Bible says they get healed and they follow Jesus. They, their desperation that got them to Jesus, Jesus stopping, making room. They said, no, Jesus, we are going to live for you forever. See, the outcome when we make room for somebody else is we are going to see them follow Jesus. Remember, it's our burden. It's our biblical mandate because heaven and hell are real. This, these men said, Jesus, we are following you. And that leads me to this last thought. We, as a church, are going to make room for someone else, make room for the miraculous signs and wonders, but we're going to make room for a revival. We're going to make room for a revival. I grew up in church as a kid, and revival to us meant it was a three to 10-night conference. The, the, the best speakers of, of the world would come in, and they would preach to, to us and Christians, and we would be fired up, and we'd get, we'd get something from the Lord, and we'd be fired up. But what I found as I got a little bit older is that we'd be fired up, but we didn't bring anybody who didn't have an encounter with Jesus with us. See, revival is not just getting fire in our bones. Revival is the thing that catches fire and it cannot be put out. It's the whole book of Acts when, when, when Jesus, the Holy Spirit falls and Peter gets up in that verse that I read in Acts chapter 2, two verse 22 and he says, it's the Jesus that did the signs, the miracles, and the wonders, and the Jesus you should know. And the Bible says when you read the book of Acts that 3,000 were added daily. 3,000 were being multiplied in this house, in this community. And it was just like a wildfire. Why? Because of revival with Damon, what is revival? Here's what revival is. And I was doing some research today, and I came across this, art, uh, this article, and I thought this, this author uh, uh, explained it really well. Here's, I love it in an article. Look, watch this. Revival is the restoration of God's presence to his people. Revival is the restoration of God's presence to his people. It, 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 it's, I've been without his presence. Now since I have his presence, I'm desperate. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. What? I'm not being quiet. Jesus, I, I haven't, I've heard you, but I haven't encountered you. Jesus, Jesus, yes, yes. I'll make room 
See, it's, it's being back in his presence. It's, it's, it's the separation that happened in the garden when God placed Adam and Eve in the garden and they were in his presence, but then they had some sin and they hid from his presence. No, there's a longing on the inside of you, not just to hear about Jesus, but to be in his presence again. And when we come and we ask God and we say, God, we're making room for revival. What we're saying is, God, we're making room for your presence. Oh, city place. Nothing else matters if we don't have Jesus and his presence. Easter will just be another day on the calendar if we don't make room. If we don't ask God in 2021, in the year that he's going to do it, to light a fire that doesn't just stay in our church or stay in your home, but it sets a blaze in our community. There are people who will hear about Easter. Yeah, it's April the 4th. And they wanna to get to Jesus, but you are their invitation. Oh, I pray that you feel heaven's burden today. I hate it. I, I pray that you, you, you can sense my heart of what God wants to do. We're making room. Oh, Father, we're making room at City Place. Father, this church, I pray will be mobilized like before. God, I pray that every single person watching and under the sound of my voice will feel your burden now. That this is not a game, that heaven and hell is real. And that our family, our friends, our enemies, and our strangers need to encounter you. God, I pray for revival, a restoration of a passion and a hunger for your presence. City Place. Revival. Revival is when desperate people encounter God but choose to become contagious. See, revival is when desperate people encounter God and they know that it's not just for them because it's too good. They know that what they've had with Jesus, you have got to have this. That's a revival. Revival is a result of desperate people who can't live without God and they recognize it. Revival. This is us these seven days and beyond in the year that God does it as we do it together. I'm praying, God, break loose. Restore, revive, uncover your presence for the very first time. Revival is when someone makes room someone else and they experience the very presence the power of Jesus you know today is Palm Sunday it's the moment that leads up to Jesus through the, the beating and 
the denial and the pain. But something happens right after Matthew chapter 20, and I can't even read it, but I'll post a reference in Matthew chapter 21. It says that the man follows him, and as Jesus goes into the next town, a moment of prophecy has to take shape where Jesus is to ride in on a donkey. He tells his disciples, go, there's a donkey that's been ordained. It's a, it's a, it's a sign. He says this. He says, go tell the owner that the master has need of it. And, he, and he'll let it go. He said, the sign will be that, 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 that he'll respond and he'll, and he'll let it go. Miracle signs and, and, and wonders. And the Bible says they go get the donkey and they take their clothes and they put it on the donkey and put Jesus on. And the Bible says that the people in the community and the multitudes see that Jesus is coming and recognizing that he is the king of all kings and the Lord of all lords, they begin to take off their garments and lay them down and make room. Move out the way. Jesus is coming. Put it down. Royalty is coming. The savior of the world is coming. And it says that they lay down their garments and they lay down palm branches and they begin to make room for somebody else. They begin to make room for Jesus. See, together we will worship the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And when you read Matthew chapter 21, it says that they say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna, Hosanna. And they begin to make room for Jesus. They begin to make room for somebody else. This week, as we pray, as we head into Easter, we're making room. See, when revival happens, it's contagious. And every single one begins to make room. Here's my jacket. Jesus, you can walk on my identity, my past, my pain. You can have it. I'm making room for you. See, it becomes contagious. Right where you are, I want to pray for you. Your burden, your need, right where you are. I want to make room right now in this service for you to encounter Jesus. I want to make room right now for you to encounter Jesus. I pray, I've been praying all week that this moment would be special for you. Remember I told you that we're looking for our heart to be connected with Jesus through salvation. Why? Because heaven and hell are real. My responsibility today is to make room. I will not go throughout this service and not present Jesus to you. I'm making room. Maybe you can hear him, but you can't see him. Today, you're going to have a moment where you know his reality. The Bible says, if you confess with your mouth, believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died and rose again, he comes and lives. And today, I want to give you that opportunity to meet him. Are you ready? All I want you to do is I want you to pray this simple prayer after me. Right where you are, just say, dear Jesus, today I come to you. I'm making room. I ask you to forgive me of all of my sins. I acknowledge that you died and rose again. And today I accept you freely as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, City Place, can you make some noise? Come on, can you make some noise for the decision that everyone just made? Come on, can you make some noise? for the decision that everyone just made. I want to say, well done. Well done. I want to give you one clear next step. 
Well, actually, it's going to be two after by the time you hear me saying it. The first next step is I want you to fill out a digital connect card. Our team is putting up the information. Let us know the decision that you made today. We want to come around you and support you in the best way that we possibly can. The second thing that I want to encourage you to do is I want you to get plugged into a city group. City groups are the way that we come together in community and cheer each other on. We believe that God hasn't called us to do life alone, but he's called us to cheer each other on to purpose and destiny. The two men encounter Jesus together. Amen. Come on, can you give Jesus some praise today? Can you give Jesus some praise today? Well, hey, as we get ready to worship the Lord with our giving, I want to remind you that you can download uh, all of the resources, cityplacechurch.com backslash CP Easter and get all of the resources. Let's, 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 let's invite those five plus people and let's believe as we make room that they'll encounter Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to worship the Lord with our giving. I want to say thank you for partnering with City Place Church. We're dreaming big. I told y'all we're dreaming big. We're, we're believing God. And our, our, our kingdom finances, we are investing into our community. We're going to reach our community for Easter. And I want to say thank you. Thank you for trusting God. Remember that there is a promise. There's a promise for your faithfulness and your worshiping to God. I said it a few weeks ago, Malachi chapter 3, verse 10. God says, trust me with what I put in your hand. And as you trust me, Malachi chapter 3, verse 10. As you trust me with what I put in your hand, give it back to me. And watch me prove my faithfulness to you. We, as a church, we live to give, and we have committed to give the first 10% of all of the kingdom finances that God allows us to steward, we give it to other places. We have three areas where we give it. We give it to people, we give it to projects, and we give it through partnerships so that the kingdom of God can be advanced. And so as I pray, let's just believe that we have one of the greatest impacts together through giving. Father, I love you today. I thank you that as we worship and as we give, I pray, Father, that we recognize how faithful and how awesome you've been to us. I pray that as those are stepping out for the very first time to trust you in giving, God, I pray that they'll trust you and believe your word. Thank you for allowing us to live to give. Thank you for those that met you today. We thank you that this is going to be our best Easter ever as we make room. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, hey, City Place, I can't wait to see you this upcoming Easter Sunday. Remember, you have an opportunity to both serve a service and worship one service because we have two services. Sunday, April the 4th, 10 a.m., 11.30 a.m., right here, City Place Church. Let's do this together. See you Easter Sunday. Thanks for joining us. If you've been encouraged by this message, be sure to subscribe to the City Place Church podcast. And we want to hear from you. Post a picture on any of your social media outlets with the hashtag City Place Church to be a part of the conversation. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.